I'm Scott Farber, alongside, of course, former NFL New York Giant football player, NFL Player Association president um, of the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth chapter, host of the Extra Point on this network, co-host with me of this podcast, a living legend for the city of Memphis, and hopefully soon to be uh, man of the year for Fort Worth. Only with your help. That's right. That's right. That's, that's right. right. That's uh, right. This is Larry Mallory, of course. Uh, any more updates on uh, on that Man of the Year project? Uh, it's coming along well. You know, it really doesn't start until April. Okay, and so, so we got what, some time. Exactly. What we're doing now is sort of preparing. We're um, they're giving. I'm giving them access to my social media network. Okay. Uh, my email list, my databases. Uh, we were able to announce it at um, you know at our recent meeting. Right, so we'll right. get NFL support. So it's in the early stages, and right now, with your help and with some of our, our network's help, we're going to you know, get it positioned so that when it kicks off, I think it's from April to July. Mm -hmm. And that's the time in which we try to raise money. So your social media network, you know how to do Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I'm, le <laughs> I'm learning. It's almost, a, it's almost something that has to be a part of the curriculum now of high school. Hey, you man, <laughs> you're over 40, so I know you have no idea. That's right. Uh, that's right. Okay. Um, it's a great cause, and I hope you raise an enormous amount of money Thanks, because it's really important. That's really the important thing in this case is yeah. getting that money, you know. Yeah, for children's for blood cancer. The, yeah. yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's what's so important. Um, now I'm going to mention I'm going to say the word bears first, and don't jump on me. <laughs> but I just saw this morning that the Bears are the ninth team in the last ten seasons to go from last to first in their division. Were you aware that that much that, that that's happened that often? I'm not, and I just have to bow to you <laughs> for the kind of research you've done on the Bears. That's pretty good. But isn't that amazing, though? I mean, why why is it that a team could be in last place this year mm -hmm. and go to first the next year? I could see that occasionally, but nine times in ten seasons, that's pretty uh, impressive. That's impressive. It wow. is. How and does that happen? Well. You know, I don't have the real answer, but my perspective on this is when you bring in a defensive power like Khalil Mack. Right, one, right. You're in a town where you know at some point it's going to get cold. In fact, guys that go to play in Chicago. Not, know, I'm not happy now. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, not going to yeah. be happy. And they have a, they've selected a quarterback that has put himself second and put the team first. That's right. what I think. I think yeah. Trubisky, even with his injury, coming back off the injury, responding like he's responding, I just think that he's set an example that older guys, veterans like Khalil Mack and those kind, those kind of veterans respect what he's done. Yeah. And I think that between how that Khalil Mack has the defense going and I think Trubisky has the offense going, and I think it's just bought that team together yeah, to be yeah. a, a pretty good team at the right time of year. Yeah, you know, you know, but but the fact that it's happened so often in the last ten years just amazes me. So you know, but then I look at the other end of the spectrum. The Jaguars have got to be the biggest disappointment so far this year. Yeah, a lot of people have them finishing Super a lot. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I guess it draws still a lot of attention to those two key positions: a defensive. Stallworth or someone that's strong right, on that right. side, and that's where their power was. They right, were right. A good defensive ball club. They had a good running back, you know, that, right. that could help that offense. 
I think that, you know, the quarterback situation is still one that they have to But let me ask you about Bortles now. Of. Is it really on him or is the offense as a whole not helping him? No, I, I, uh, it's hard not to put you a gotta, lot of weight you, on you, the quarterback. You just got to give it to the quarterback, yeah. the good and the bad. You have to. Yeah. They're yeah. going to, if they, and you hit the nail, that's, that's the perfect statement, the good and the bad. When things good happen, it's him. he throws a pass to a guy, the guy catches it amongst 15 people, but it's yeah. him that threw the pass. Right, right, right. So he has to also take the, you yeah. know, take the, the responsibility of the bad. Yeah, yeah, when the guy drops the pass and they're punting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I guess so. It just it seems a little bit unfair, but I guess you have to have it somewhere. Yeah. You know? And I guess the quarterback is the perfect spot to put. Um, but what happens in the mindset? Like, um, um, well, uh, right now, I know we're two weeks left in the season when we're taping. But right now, today, the Jets in Cincinnati, the Giants, Detroit, and Tampa are in last place. Clinching last place is Jacksonville and Oakland. So out of that group, even though it could change on last place on some of these teams, the Jets, Cincinnati, Jacksonville, Oakland, Giants, Detroit, Tampa, Arizona, can you see one of them jumping to first place next season? <laughs> no, I can't. That, that's what I'm saying. That's why I just can't get over how amazing nine times in the last 10 seasons there's been a last to first. Yeah. Well, I mean, it says also a lot about the Bears front office, the way that they've you know, somewhat manage their team. They right. They saw that they only needed certain amount of pieces. Right, right, right. And to me, they selected the right pieces and they got them in there. Yeah, you know the. Um, think about the Raiders. I mean, letting Khalil Mack go. Yeah, but not. But now I'm. You know, with their with their coach with Gruden and everything. Yeah. Now that I know that it's happened nine times in ten years. I wouldn't be totally shocked if they win their division next, next year. year. That's, that's a good point. You, you know what I mean? Because yeah, it seems point. to happen. But, but I just can't understand how... Well, but it goes back to... I'm thinking out loud to myself, trying to qualify it. It goes back to what I said. When you're in the NFL, you're one of the thousand best players in the world. True. And all of a sudden, how much, how many, how much more does a player need to reach his peak he gets a little bit of help on the other side of the line. That's it. So, you know, uh, um, I could see maybe th that's why. Well, you know, maybe one of the reasons that the Bears have achieved so much is because their quarterback is probably won the award for the ugly Christmas sweater. <laughs> Did you see what he had on? <laughs> no, but, he, but he, he made it, huh? He made it. He, you know that commercial yeah. where the mother is calling the daughter and the daughter asks, is that the ugly sweater party you're having? Yeah. And it wasn't really. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had that same kind of sweater oh, on. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, you know. Well, I'm glad to see that there is still time for fun in this. That's you, right. You know, That's you know and, right. That, I, and I did like that about Nagy. He was saying that, you know, his big thing. He always talks to Trubisky before the game, and his big thing is go out there and have fun. Yeah. You, you, Where you, did you Nagy know come I mean? from? He was uh, uh, Nagy's career in the NFL is very short. He was an intern. First, and then he became an assistant coach to uh, uh, Kansas City. Okay. Uh, what, so what's Reed, his? Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Yes, uh -huh. thank you. Okay. Yeah, and uh, um, uh, uh, so he had a very short. He went from intern to coaching, and then he got this opportunity, and he seems to. Uh, it, it's working. He's yeah. got the guys having fun, but man, the, you know the Bears. They look so different to me now. Yeah. You know? Well, let's talk a little bit about. Um, this past week, the Chargers came back and beat the Chiefs. What a game. What a game. 
Does that do anything for mind games to the Chiefs at all? I, I know, you know, the Chargers are going to use it as a momentum. Yeah. But does that do anything to the Chiefs? Well, I, I, I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it takes the Chiefs south. You know, I right. think that uh, they've done so well this year. They have a lot of. You know, we've talked a lot about Mahomes. Right. Right. Uh, even in that game, he did a wonderful job. He, he did a good job. Philip Rivers just showed that he's he's still around. You know, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's yeah. still able to get things done. I did not believe. I thought Kansas City was going to blow him out. Now, Philip Rivers is that guy that is still going to go to the Hall of Fame, and everybody adores him, and he hasn't done anything in the playoffs. That's he, a good point. He's that guy that's going to get away with it, you know, with the, the greatest this or that, mm -hmm. not to win a Super Bowl type thing. Yeah. He's getting away with it, where a lot of guys get chewed on that, uh, well, you never did much in the playoffs. Yeah. How come Phillip Rivers gets a pass? I, I think because of his long tenure. As a quarterback, his numbers are going to be. And his numbers are always so good. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, you know. His numbers are going to be good from a category perspective. Yeah, yeah. Even though he doesn't have a ring. Right. You know, his, his category. But he may get one this year. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean. It, you're right. It's almost a toss-up. It, I mean, it, it, it is a toss-up. There's nobody that's invincible anymore. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You, you know. Uh, uh, I, I, we say that, Scott, but, you know, I'm a Belichick fan. And he better start getting invincible real fast. <laughs> right, that's a good point. Because because that fear factor to me has been removed. Uh, from the mystique. Them. Yeah. yeah, anybody in the playoffs now, they're not looking at them like, oh, brother, we're stuck with the Patriots. They're going, we could beat this team. We can. You know. But one thing I, 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 they're also having to say is that if I play this team, I have to play all 60 minutes. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. But you know, uh, um, but they're not at a point where they're able to coast yet. That's they're true. they're fighting for uh, a lot now. That's true. That's you know, true. so they can't coast. Well, you know, are the Browns a team to watch next year? Then you know, based on our discussion of last to first and everything, they've had a pretty good year. They have. They haven't won a game in what six or seven decades. Yeah, that's you, true. You know, well, you know, not that bad. But um, um, but they're six, seven, and one. They could well, actually wind up eight, seven, and one. You know, if they went out the last two games. You know, there's a big distance between Oklahoma and Cleveland in terms of traveling, <laughs> right? But you seem to just squash that distance so great. I think that Cleveland is on a great move. Right, right but they've been very impressive this they year. They have, and wonder why. I mean, yeah. I think that Baker Mayfield. Well, Baker has done really well. He really has. Honestly. But you, but you know, I was seeing his stats. Uh, um, when Hugh Jackson left, his numbers went from mediocre to, you know, like a pro bowler. That's true. He went, it got better. And then, you know, there was that little moment where he didn't shake his hand, That's you know, true. when they were on the field, you know, That's playing. True. And was there something there? Was Baker not happy with him? I mean, what, well, what, what, what was going on there? I, I think Baker has shown that he wasn't happy. Even in the interview, the post-game interview after the first, you right. know, when Hugh left, the first post-game interview, he didn't trash him, but he didn't he didn't uh, pat him on the back and say it was great deal. Yeah, yeah. Even though he still has some edge on him, right? You know, he yeah. that little edge I think is what's getting him the respect. Too. Well, and I was looking, I, I saw something too about Mahomes, you know, who who fought with Baker in college. Yeah, you, you know, you not, not physically, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, they played against each other. Um, I was reading though. 
for Mahomes to top this season, he would have to go 16-0 and and win the Super Bowl next year, or people will say it wasn't so good. Really? Because how do you top this rookie year? And oh, it's sort I of, see. And I it's see. sort of like yes. Marino, his sophomore year, he had this huge year, you know, 48 touchdowns, I think, over 5,000 yards, and he uh -huh. never did it again. Yeah. Now, it didn't diminish him, but I see what people are saying. Expectations get so great. Mahomes point. doesn't have room for improvement. Baker obviously does with a 6-7 and seven team. Right. right. You, you know what I mean? So I it's like, how do you... <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good perspective, though. And, and I've never really heard that angle. And, and what I felt as you, were, as you were sharing that was it brought up the, the immense difference, the evolution, I would right, say, right. of offense right. versus defense. In our era, we would, we would see a lot. I mean, the Giants didn't score a point this past week, okay? So right, they were 17. Right. And their right. score was 17 to nothing. Those right. were the kind of scores that you and I were accustomed to right, when we right, grew up. Right. But nowadays, everything is 35-25, 45-40, you know, right, right. those kinds of numbers. And so the only thing I can say that could possibly give him the opportunity to duplicate what he's doing is the fact that offenses are becoming more widespread. It's a matchup game. You know, you're getting wide receivers now that's 6'5 and 6'3, 6'4, like Carmichael was 6'7. Right, seven in my right, day. right, right, right. And so that would give him the opportunity, you know, hope possibly to go back. What is it, 35 touchdowns he's thrown already? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. It's amazing. It is, it is. But the game, it also is an aligning itself with where the game is, is evolving to. Yeah. And I love Andy Reid. I do too. I've never seen him smile. <laughs> I've never seen his expression change. Right. Well, you, you got to go probably to his house at Christmas to see him smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's amazing. All right. I wanted to ask you now about the Cowboys and the Colts. The Cowboys really, that did not help yesterday. And, you know, the, you know they, they could be caught yet. Yeah. You know, everybody's saying how oh, they got this clinched and blah, blah, blah. Well, they don't have it clinched. And the Colts, it's amazing. Um, Andrew Luck, I got to give this guy all the credit in the world. He hasn't missed a beat. We, we mentioned him a little bit last week, but look at this. You know, the Colts are now eight and six. The Cowboys are eight and six, but 23 to nothing. I don't even know what team that they took there. That was not the Cowboy team that we have seen. It wasn't the defense that we've seen. It wasn't the offense that we've seen. It Is was it maybe because they were playing a better team well, than they've been playing the last few weeks? Well, I, I think they... Of course, they, they did beat uh, New Orleans. That's true. They, they, they were playing a team that the quarterback was... I think uh, Luck is the second least number of sacks in the league. So that would test the defense. Let's right, see if right, this defensive right. line is really what they say they are. Obviously, they weren't. They didn't. They, they, they weren't as good as what they usually are. Well, the 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 running back. That running back was um, uh, Mac. Right, right, Ma right. Malcolm Marlon Mac. Right, right. We had to figure his name out. We didn't yeah, even yeah, know yeah, he yeah, was yeah, a yeah, good yeah, running back. Yeah, yeah. He, he when I would see Marlon Mack run, I think is that Ezekiel Elliott in another uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it just it was not the Cowboys. And you know, I'm not a big Cowboy fan, but I felt that they're momentum exceeded a lot of people's momentum in the league. And yesterday, to me, they kind of just flopped. Yeah. The, um, well, here, here's something that, that I'm thinking of. I understand in baseball, mm -hmm. 
why a bad team could be a beat a good team, you know, when they're playing in a series, right. uh, because you're throwing 120 pitches in a game, and a 220 hitter gets a hold of a fastball one time and hits a home run, and all of a sudden your team wins two to one. In basketball, I remember the Boston Celtics in the 50s. I don't remember that, but the Boston Celtics in the 50s, when every year, year after year after year, I was like 9 out of 11 or whatever it was, and there was no free agency back then, but if Bill Russell and Tommy That's Heinsohn right. and all those guys uh, were better than you this year, they're going to be better than you next year. Right. Baseball, I could see why a, a lesser team could win a game. Basketball, the better team is just going to win over the course of a game. And in football, I always feel the better team over the course of the game is going to win. Mm -hmm. But I'm not seeing that every week now. There's a, there's a, you know, we talked about this before. There's a, a certain parity. Right. There's no dominant, you know, players anymore. And there's, I mean, players meaning teams. Right, right. Like, like the, the, the Patriots have right, been right. kind of dominant. You don't really have that. There's but the, a, the Cowboys dominated New Orleans, and then the Colts dominated the Cowboys. The, I cow don't get it in football why it works that way. I, Cowboys came in with a five-game winning streak. Right. You know, I mean, and, I, you know, and I know you got to lose. You, yeah. You know, you know, the odds are against you at some point. You know, Scott, we talked about this, too. We talked about it coming down to a matchup game. And I actually, after that Cowboy game, I went to a few bars because I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah, you, wanted, you wanted a few drinks. Yeah, but I wanted to hear yeah. the Cowboys, the true fan response. Right. The first response I got from Cowboy fans was that the referees took the game from them. Okay. Yeah, that was yeah. the first. That was all over social media. <laughs> That's right. First thing I got. So then I'm in the bar. I say to my friends, no matter what the calls are. Right. Okay. Right. They're, the, they're the calls. You right, have to right. win the game. Right. And not only are the calls the calls, there's a New York agency right, that right. actually helps re those re referees out. Yeah. So I don't want to hear that. Didn't Elliot so, fumble on the five yard line or something? Did he? I, I can't remember that. You know. But as we're talking, I'm trying to get them to talk about something more relevant, right? Right. Because I'm feeling that yesterday, I just didn't, the Cowboys that I saw yesterday, I had not seen all year. Right. So. It, it turns out that it evolved to this. If you stop the Cowboys running game, you have a chance of beating them. Dak Prescott is going to get a lot, a lot of pressure. He's right. overthrowing guys on and on and on. So to me, the key to the game was that Zach Martin and Travis Fredrickson were out of the game. Right. And the coach defensive line, therefore, as a matchup situation, were able to take advantage of the guard and tackle on the weak side, and therefore they couldn't get the running game started. Therefore, they couldn't kick off the the other side of the ball, the the the, uh, the passing game, and then the defense couldn't uh, they couldn't get to to Andrew Luck. He's the second less sacks in the league. Right, 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 right. So they have a pretty good offensive line. So to me, it was Zach Martin and Travis Fredrickson's absence that caused this this team to look like they looked. And I'm looking for excuses for them because I've right. not seen them look like that. So are the Cowboys going to be in panic mode now? They, have, they, should, I, they, should be, they should be some type of shakeup. I, I think, though, their schedule is pretty uh, light the rest of the way here. Let me, what do they have? Let me, let me look and see uh, if I can find it real quick. We'll have to edit this little part here, too, Adam. I'm sorry because you don't want me sitting and looking it up. Uh, next week, the Cowboys will be playing... Um, let me look, let me look, let me look. Do, 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 do. They They're playing Eagles? Tampa Bay in oh. uh, Dallas. Oh. 
They should win that game. Well, I mean, if you want to go to the playoffs, you know, and you're at home, you need to win that game big time. And, you know, uh, they get also get a break. The team's chasing them. Philadelphia and Washington play each other yet this year. Oh, okay. So that that's a big help for the Cowboys. Cowboys uh, have to lose out, and I think uh, the teams chasing them have to win two games. And week 17, I think the Cowboys uh, have a game that they should win also. Let me see where, where they are. I think they're on the road. They're at, <laughs> sorry, they're at the Giants. <laughs> you know. Well, that's a victory. Well, but that's what I'm saying. So the Cowboys, but, but you don't want to screw up now. No. Uh, you know, you know not, not that they screwed up by losing to the Colts. It was just the way they were dominated by the Colts. They were, to score no points. Yeah, and nothing. Then to, and the amazing thing about even our conversation is that Dak Prescott, I mean, we said if it's good, right, right. it's the quarterback, yeah. it's bad, it's, it's Dak Prescott. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper was a silent entity for at least half the game. You didn't even yeah. hear his name much. Right. You know, so and then they they they're making a lot of points. If you saw the game, they're making a lot of points of his overthrows, Dak's overthrows. Right, right. And there's been some former players that said that they felt that Jack was get. I mean, that Dak was getting a little gun shy. And this game kind of reflected that. I was gonna call call some yeah. of them back to see what did you see right, to right. let you know that Dak was either gun shy or overthrowing or underthrowing or what he. And, and the majority of that game yesterday, when the pass was off, they really highlighted it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I, even Aaron Rodgers playing the Bears yesterday, the final play of the game even, you know, it was a little bit of an overthrow. That's right. You, you know, and you think the guy had, you know, a good pass and they might have tied that game at the end. Tom Brady the same. You know. He and, threw an overthrow. And it changes everything. <laughs> it you, does. You know. Uh, all right, so let's talk about the Vikings and the Dolphins. Slugging it out for that final playoff spot. Mm -hmm. And then the Vikings had a game that we haven't seen from them in a while. 41 to 17 in a really must-win game. Yeah, uh, you know, it was 40 for 220 yards rushing. That's Dalvin Cook. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked about the fact that in the wintertime, if that running game can be effective, it takes a lot of pressure off everything. And I think right. I think the running game, 40 carries for 220 yards, helps. It helped, and it yeah. took a lot of pressure off Kirk Cousins. Yeah, the uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, uh, the Dolphins had that big win the week before, and then they lose this one. I mean, this is the time of the year where it gets exciting. It is. You just have to go out and win. And it's and, it, and you know both of our perspectives were that the game is moving toward like a matchup, like basketball. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's why when I asked some of the Cowboy fans yeah. questions and people questions. I want to kind of drill down to that player. Right. You know, right. it had to be somebody that either they took advantage of, a wide receiver that's taller than a defensive back, a second team lineman that's in. I think one of the games, I think that Bronco game, or one of the games this weekend, everybody got hurt. Yeah, yeah. They had safeties yeah. playing corner. So that just changes your offensive perspective completely. Yeah. You know, I got my number one receiver and he's being covered by a strong safety. Yeah, yeah. I'm going at him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, in this time of the year, too, you know, we get this deep into the season. Injuries come about. That's it. You know, the Bear game yesterday, and I don't know how bad it's going to be. Probably won't be bad at all. But uh, Eddie Jackson got an interception in the end zone at the end of the game against the Packers. Yeah. All he had to do was take a knee. He tried to run it out. And had a slide at the 10-yard line. So he, he, he made it harder for his team 
you know, he, by trying to run it out. <laughs> but when he slid, he sprained his ankle. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> they had to, they had to take him off the field. Oh wow! He walked off, but it was with uh, kind of the limp that you've got today going, you know, with your bum knee. <laughs> That's true. You, you know, That's but um, um, so I mean, little things like that. And I'm going take the knee. There's two minutes left in the game. Go to the 25. You know, he's so used to running back a pick six. Yeah. But he made it to the 10, and he had a slide, and in the turf, his uh, his, his leg, leg got his, caught. His leg got caught. All right. Here here's a game that really surprised me. The 49ers beat Seattle in overtime. Yeah, it's been a lot of overtime games this year. I know, year. but Seattle is really put themselves <laughs> in jeopardy in the playoffs. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I, I don't get how. So I got another question, though, about this game, too. Is Garoppolo the 49ers quarterback, or is now this uh, Nick Mullins guy who threw for like 275 yesterday, is he the quarterback next year? Well, I, I, I probably can answer that by saying that Garoppolo, because of the money that he's getting, he'll be, he'll the, be the starting quarter, quarterback, yeah, okay. but he'll be competitive. It'll be competitive. Yeah, Okay. which is good. Sure. You know, when you have... Except for Garoppolo. Well, you know, football players like Greyhound buses. When one well, leaves, yeah, yeah, another yeah, yeah, is yeah, coming. Yeah. Well, we know that. But, but so, for, for, so I think for that team to have... A good quarterback and a developing quarterback, both young, right, is is kind of important in these days. Oh yeah, in yeah, time. yeah. I think that's one of the challenges that the Giants has. Would any, would any team ever shuffle quarterbacks or let you play a game, then you play a game? Will that ever happen? No. No, because uh, even the, if they run the same offense. Well, well, it, it's not about the offense as much as as about much as them. it's about the leadership. Yeah, okay. the leadership on the. You know, on the, on the, well, they were talking the about Nick Foles is, is a leader on that team, and he's the backup quarterback. He is, but he's also a veteran. Right. And they've invested money. Like, if you were the right. owner, right. yeah, and you yeah. and you put, you know, millions and millions and millions right. of dollars into a quarterback, you would not allow him to sit on that bench while the guy that's making hundreds of thousands of dollars is playing. Right, right, right. Yeah, you and that quarterback is an investment. He touches the ball more than anyone else. Right, right. And therefore... He has to, from a timing, from a leadership, from a motivation, from a taking the re taking the fall. Mm -hmm. All of those things are important in the locker room. What happens on the football field is is honestly, to me, a reflection of a good locker room. Yeah. If yeah. you got a disruptive home, right, right. you got a disruptive yeah. life. <laughs> so now you know you're so. talking about touching the ball more than anybody, the quarterback. Mm -hmm. The reality is. Uh, the center touches the ball more because occasionally there's a uh, the quarterback doesn't get the snap because it goes to a wildcat or something. Mm -hmm. But I got to ask you this one question because uh, your good friend uh, uh, Byron Williams, who's been on your show, the Extra Point, a couple mm -hmm. of times, cracked us all up one day. You had Byron and Lifford Hopley on. <laughs> I just want to know if this is true. Right. <laughs> Lifford said when he was a kid, he always used to have to play center. And Byron goes, that's because of your big head. That's right, that's right. Everybody with a big head has to play center. So in the NFL, do the biggest heads play center? Um, normally the <laughs> biggest heads play on the offensive line. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, so the center is a part of it. Yeah. I mean, well, they say, you know, they say that in football, as long as you have a strong middle point, like right, right. They, they, your quarterback, your fullback, your middle linebacker, your right, center, right. if you got a strong center, then you know the center of the environment, your whole team will be good. Right. And so that center is a very pivotal, pivotal 
player. Right. He right. keeps the line together. You got right. guys on the right. He has guys on the left. He's almost like the hinge right, for right, everyone, right, you know. Right. So he has to be. Both of those guys have to have a relationship. Imagine putting your hands under somebody's butt. But yeah, <laughs> for yeah, as yeah, many yeah. times as they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there, I they got to be good friends. Who was the quarterback? Um, oh, I forget his name, and I think he wound up in the Senate. But he was the uh, quarterback, and Gerald Ford, former president, was the center at Michigan. And he was telling the stories that he's seen the president in ways that nobody else has ever seen. <laughs> That's a good one. That's yeah, good yeah, one. you know. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Um, all right, last thing I've got for you today. Uh-huh. Let's talk a little bit about the Eagles and the Rams. Is this a little, it's a little bit too late for the Eagles to start winning, isn't it? Well, uh, can they make it? They're a game behind the Cowboys. They need the Cowboys to lose. Do they have? Do they? And they don't play and, the Cowboys and the, anymore. And the Cowboys beat them. That's right. That's right. You know, of course, they might have beat the Cowboys the first game. So you know, I don't know if they could even, uh, you know, go anywhere with it. But how shocked were you that they really dominated the Rams till maybe the last five minutes when they made it close? Completely shocked. Yeah. Completely. Again, you know, it's it's. But it helped the Bears. It, it did. Because if, if the Rams could get one more loss, the Bears get that bye if they That's went true. out. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. I, I, I truly believe that, that the game, the parity in the NFL, has is at a point now, and at a good point, and at a good time, that it's making the brand very, very supportive. Right. You know, it right. seems as though people have gotten off of some of the negative perspectives right. that they right. had on the NFL. Right. Because of the caliber of play, because of the way that this season has gone, it's been somewhat non-controversial. Right. You know, we hadn't had the president in the NFL this year, so those are some good things. And I think that, I think that as a brand and as an entity, the NFL I think has almost nurtured themselves, gotten more customers. You know, nurtured their customer base this year a lot better than before. I think people like to see scores. Right. And every now and then, they like to see good defenses. Yeah. And I think that that's what's kind of making the brand a lot better. All right. Well, you know, there's a good chance that we're going to be off for a week or so for the holidays. So as everything is shaping up now, what do you think? You know, you know we've talked about this all year, but now it's your time to change your opinion again. <laughs> who's coming out of the AFC and who's coming out of the NFC? Who's going to be, who's going to be in the Super Bowl? And we'll be back, you know, long before the Super yeah, Bowl. We'll be in the playoff time. It. But right now, today, mm-hmm. you know, just picking today, and you're going to get to change your mind the next time we do our podcast. Um, I'll go Patriots AFC. I wanted to see your response to that. <laughs> NFC. NFC. Um, help me with the options. The Bears. Well, you got the Rams. The Rams. You got the Bears. I like the Bears, honestly, because, and the reason I like the Bears is not because I know you love them. Right. It's because, it's because I believe that they are a better all-around unit. I know I like love the defense. I love the offense. But what we never talk about a lot is their special teams yeah. play. And their special teams play has been good. That's right. They have good yeah, special yeah, teams yeah, play. Yeah. All right. Well, let me, let me ask you something. Though. You're picking the Patriots. You're leaving on the table Kansas City. You're leaving on the table Houston. Yeah. You're leaving on the table Pittsburgh. And you're leaving on the table the Chargers. Yeah. That's how much respect I have for Belichick. Just because you got a <laughs> half a second off of that uh, snap to kick. 
<laughs> I think that he, I think that Belichick developed strategy for those type of teams better than anyone else. So in the NFC, you're leaving off the Saints, the Rams. Um, that's really the only two that I think. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't think the Cowboys seriously Can't or go. Seattle are going to get there, Minnesota. So I, I do think the Bears, the Rams, and the uh, New Orleans are the three options there. If the Bears can get a bye, if the Rams could mess up one more game and the Bears could win their last two, mm -hmm. then, they have to, then they have to play through Chicago. Exactly. That would be hard. For anyone. Yeah. Especially yeah, any yeah, West yeah, Coast. And, yeah, 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 in the wintertime. That's a, that's a tough deal. That's the right key. now the Bears are on the road the whole way except this first, you know, uh, first game, you know, where they'll be playing like uh, um, Minnesota or something, and, you know, they should get by them. doesn't mean they will, but... But I'm saying for the weather standpoint, the Bears really have an advantage based on who their opponents would be further down into the playoffs. Uh, I like the Bears team feel. Yeah. yeah. They feel Did you see unified. Cleo Mack make uh, a sack yesterday with his, his butt? Back. With his butt. <laughs> That's right, with his butt. He collapsed the quarterback, yeah. you know, just. Uh, just pushed the guy back into the, I said, yeah. boy. Yeah. This team, I mean, they, they, they play well together. Um, I like them. They're having like fun. Them. Yeah, that defense. And people is... are going to underestimate them. See. Well, that's right. I, I don't think the players are going to under. You know, the other teams are going to underestimate yeah. them anymore. Well, you know, and 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 I'm you know I'm going to go with the Bears because of who I am, but uh, I, you know I, I've got to go with Kansas City. But you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if New England gets in. I wouldn't. You know. Yeah. This time of the year, you can't be surprised if anybody gets in. Well, and, and it also talks, you know, we subtly just talked about possibly the AFC's development are, is developing right. faster. Right, right. Especially offensively than the NFC. Yeah, yeah. Because the NFC seems to be a little stagnant right now, especially the NFC East. But I still see defense being really big in the playoffs. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, you know. Without so, a doubt. All right, man. See you next time. See you next time. All right. Next time.